This is a Locker Room Production. Now we're going to go into part two. So that's the last four games of round one. We start at the Sydney Cricket Ground at 5.30 and the, the 2021 Premiers, the Sydney Roosters, take to the field against the Seagulls. So the fullback for the Roosters is James Tedesco. On the wings, Daniel Tupu and Brett Morris. In the centres is Josh Morris and Joseph Manu. Uh, in the halves are Lachlan Lamb and Luke Keary. Lachlan Lamb winning the spot with a bit of pressure from Sam Walker, who's been named for the Bears to play in the halves. And, and Joseph Suwali has been named at centre for reserve grade. Lindsay Collins gets a start ahead of uh, Jared Rory Hargraves. Wow. CSEWA, mm-hmm. Takiaho and Jake Friend. Angus Crichton, Satili Tupanua, Isaac Liu are the back row. Adam Kieran pushes his way into the 14 jersey, possibly warming it for Sam Verrills, who is due back in rounds two or three. Jared Warrior Hargraves in 15, Nat Butcher in 16, and Daniel Sulukua for feeder in 17. Um, nothing really on the 18 to 21 for the Roosters, so we roll into Manly. Dylan Walker, as predicted by the Telegraph, is at fullback. Our man. Luke, Jason Saab, and Ruben Garrick are on the wings. Brad Parker, Mr. Reliable, a.k.a. Hank Scorpio, and Moses Suley in the centres. Kieran Foran gets to start in the sixth jersey like we all thought he would. Uh, Daly Cherry Evans partners him in the halves. Josh Alloway gets a starting spot in the front row with Martin Tapao. Lachlan Croker comes into the hooking role as Cade Cust isn't included in the twenty-one. The back row of Jack Gosweski, who ruins the Andrew Davy owners' uh, lives, in who's he's in Jersey eleven. Curtis Sirinan in twelve, and the goat Jake Trevojevic in thirteen. On the bench in Jersey fourteen, Tavita Funa, fifteen Andrew Davy, sixteen Morgan Boyle, and seventeen Taniella Paseka. Uh, the Cappuccinos in Jersey nineteen. Josh Schuster in Jersey eighteen. Uh, Tafoa Sipley and Morgan Harper, who was tipped to start at the fullback. Is in 21. Uh, look, I, I'm, I'm going to call... I'll, I'll let Luke talk to this more, but I'm going to call Dez is at his absolute best with the Ducks and Drakes. But, uh, Jez, I'll, I'll throw to you 307K for a half-slash hooker in Lachlan Croker. Are you tempted? Uh, <clears throat> let me put it this way. Uh, a few days on the Discord... A few days ago on the Discord, we put together our... Worst 11 ever in fantasy history, and every single person put Lachlan Croker on there, and with with absolute good reason. He is just the biggest fantasy trap of all time, I think, and he could be he could be 50k, and I wouldn't touch him because he's injury prone. He is horrid in defence. He misses so many tackles, and I don't think he's ever nailed a starting spot for longer than about three weeks. So. I think pick Lachlan Croker at your peril. Uh, and, of course, now what's going to happen, he's going to play the first 10 games and average 50 and make about 400K. So up, up, to, <laughs> up to you guys. That's the curse. Do. That's the curse. Yeah, no That's way. <laughs> You're right. You're right, Jez. There's no way that he should be selected by anybody. No way. No. Yeah. But we've seen weirder things happen. But anyway, Luke, I've I got a question for you. Being the uh, manly expert, uh Moses Suli, apparently he's uh, he's given up KFC, so he can reward his his fantasy owners with uh, with much more points. Is he a must have? What do you reckon, Luke? No, no, no way. Why, why would you have him? <laughs> but he's given up KFC, Luke. No, you're 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 doing the Paulie G comedy hour now, mate. I know what you're trying to do. 
<laughs> so, so if he's lost lost a bit of weight, he's, he's more deadly in attack. The the tackle he's always been a tackle busting beast. You don't see any upside there. Ta- tackle bus is not his problems. His missed tackles are his problem. That's what kills you in the points. He always you got too many missed tackles in him. That's the problem with him. I I don't have him. No, the the only the only bloke that I'm that I and I told you blokes before. The only bloke I'm rolling the dice on is Saab because I need a cheap wing fullback. Yep. I think I, I think a lot of action is going to run through him while Turbo's out. That's the only reason I'm going with him. No, it's it's no. There's no Paulie G math to it. It's just I think that's how they're going to play because he's he's the shiny new toy. They've never had a bloke they can kick to. You know, just see what happens. But that's what that's what I've gone with. Are you playing him on your starting field, Luke, or as a uh, emergency? No, nah, starting. So I got, I got I got Pat Teddy in him. Okay, so you, you're confident enough that you reckon he uh, oh, I see. That's provides cool. I solid see. scores. What was that? Say again, Jen. Conf- you're confident enough that he can provide solid scores as a starting wing fullback. I think so because he's never played with someone like Daly Cherry Evans. He's never played with someone that can kick him the ball. That's that's well, the only reason, I'm going. That's the only reason I'm going with him. He's saying Hunt's not as good as DC. Uh, I, I cannot confirm or deny, my friend. <laughs> <laughs> or Norman. Oh God. But I but I told I told you guys two weeks ago. I told you the whole trial thing was a massive smokescreen. Yeah, like it's, they'll net, they'll net, Des doesn't care about trials. He never does it. So that's why. So you got so now you got Walker at fullback. You got you know, and he loves Brad Parker. So. He, you know, they, they're just going to have to tread water till Turbo gets back. That's the only problem with them. He can't. I don't really. I, I agree with you on. Me and Brad were tossing up Croker to Savo. We we're like, oh no. Nah. Then then I've realised. Hang on, they're not playing Canberra. So if they were playing Canberra, I'd captain him. But <laughs> he can't play Canberra every week. So um, nah, I don't yeah. think so. No, that's fair. Ian, Ian's got Croker. Ian just put in the comments. He's got Croker. Me too, well, Ian. Me too. Oh, Get on board. He's gonna, right. well, it, it, Anyone? Yeah, it's hard. I don't. I don't know. Like, I, I, it, it's. It really depends it's, how much you want to roll the dice. Really. If, if he was four hundred k, no. But he's, nah, he starts yeah. with a two. He's in three hundred. Yeah. And he's and the and the problem is now he's going to play eighty minutes. So, but the pro, but the problem like like Paulie and Jez have both said, he either gets knocked out. Or he does his hammy yeah, trade him. in the game. <laughs> he always gets knocked down in games. It's very concerning. So he, he only needs know, a couple I, of games, and he, he'll 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 earn enough cash to like. Oh, I, I don't have much faith in him at all, and yeah. he's, he's just there purely on price and value. That's risky, it. mate. It's risky. Like I'm not I'm not going to tell you otherwise, but I don't know. I think it's it's a little bit. Uh, how you going? Um, what about Gashevsky, Luke? What about Gashevsky well, on the edge? That's why, that's why I told you about get off the Davy train because I told you you can't trust him. This is what I'm saying. I don't. He's going to have to play Davy. This is this, this is what I was saying to you a couple of weeks ago about the Schuster thing, because if they're fair income, um, Funa's not going to be the 14, right? Yeah, no, surely not. not. So what are they? Gonna surely do? not. So what are they going to do? Schuster. Yeah. So what? So so how do you get Schuster onto the field? Will you, would they put four into hooker and put no, Schuster no, no, no. into the forget halves? That, forget that, forget that, forget that. Like, look, that. That's all fake news, forget that. So how, how else do you get him on the field? Well, probably second row. Yeah, exactly. So so, 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 so by starting Josh Alloway, what, what have they done? They've made an impact guy start, right? So they can either... Play, you know, get that extra playmaker out there, and they can move Jake to prop, like they do in Origin. 
And mm, they've only got one, they've only they've only got one they've only got one impact prop off the bench now. Ball's not an impact guy; he's just a guy that just toils. Paseca's what about West Paseca? West Yeah, that's what I'm saying. So so Paseca will rotate with like say either Tapao or Alawai, right? And that's where yeah. you're going to get your little minutes from. That's what I was saying when Paulie was doing his sheet and his thing about this. I was like, that's what I was saying to him. I'm like, oh, how do you calculate? You know, Des being a mad scientist. This is what I'm saying. So, but you can't, you, they can't play eighty minutes though. Croker or Castan up to eighty minutes. So oh. Foran, Foran will come. Foran someone's will got move. To, someone's got to relieve yeah, Croker. Foran will move to Hooker. Would Walker will? Yeah, Walker yeah. will move to the halves, and I don't, I don't, will come see, on I don't see it happening. Mate. Only for it. only for the break, and I think Gashevsky and Davy split the eighty, almost fifty fifty. Yeah, I don't forty each. I don't see Foran playing hooker in any capacity, given what he's given what he because he he he'll 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 control one side of the field like they did in the old days. They won't move. They won't move that. You know, that's yeah, what I'm saying. I don't see why you would move a half into yeah. hooker. Like only yeah. Mar- that's that's the stuff only that Mary McGregor would dream. Of yeah, doing. that's right. And, 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 and he, he doesn't have Ben Hunt's versatility either. Ben Hunt's way too versatile. Like yeah, that, he's he's not versatile. Like he he only plays one way. So that's what I'm saying. That, that's what this is what I was alluding to you guys a few weeks ago about this. This is, this is why these. This is why Manly can be like a kind of like like you said before, Jez. Everyone's going to pick the same players. If you pick one or two guys that no one else is going to own, and you somehow hit or you miss, you're either ahead or you're behind straight away. This is what I'm saying. You got yep. you got to you got to somehow navigate that little danger. It's a bit like Paulie's Tigers. Exact same thing. There's a couple of guys there that can either really go up or really go down. And that's why, yeah. That's that's. It's just hard. <laughs> if, yeah, if you had to pick, if you had to pick one of Gushevsky or Croker, who are you taking? If you have to pick oh, one I'd of them, I'd, right now I'd take Croker. Like, but again, Croker's has got the same problem Croker does. He's he's very unreliable. He's very hit or miss cookie. Like he's very. He can mm. either give you like a good forty, fifty, or he can give you like twenty because he gets hooked. I know that because he gets knocked out a lot too. Remember? <laughs> yeah, so but there's not a lot of guys. There's not a lot of two forty six k options, so those guys around the three hundred mark, you got to take a pun on one of them. Yeah, I, I agree. I, that's why I'm not. I'm not. I'm not like Paulie or Joe. I'm not. I'm not going to. I'm not going to dispute it. I'm not going to go. Oh well, it's a crazy decision because you're going to have to find. You're going to have to find a a cheapy somewhere that'll give you something like Ian Sane. Someone can give you just something really solid for like two to three games, and that's. That might be it. I'm not too sure. So, yeah. Talk, talking about cheapies, I think um, we we just had a message in the chat from Ross saying any past stats on uh, on Dylan Walker at fullback. Um, he that, that came as a bit of a surprise to me being named there. Um, didn't keep up with the news throughout the day, but I just had a look. He's got two. He's played two games starting fullback in his career. Uh, one in 2015. He he played 80 minutes at fullback and got 25. And the other game was in 2016 and he scored eight playing at fullback. Um, granted, he only played the 54 minutes, but it's an extremely small sample size. I wouldn't be taking much data from it. Um, but if anything, it probably suggests that he doesn't get super involved because... There's no guarantee even plays there. There's no guarantee yeah, exactly. even plays. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Uh, I'm, I'm not going to take the risk. It's probably... Yeah, it's probably iffy at best, especially when you've got a guy that you know is coming back into the team. So 
But I think yeah. Dylan Walker was someone yeah. that people were considering anyway if he was going to get named as centre. So the, the the issue, Jeremy, is they don't they don't have a ball playing fullback. So that's the only reason they're throwing that out there. Exactly. Because they, they yeah. literally got they literally don't have a fullback that can pass left to right, and, and you need a ball playing fullback in today's game to make to complete your sets. That's the only reason they're putting there. You do, Cause, yeah. Because Funa can't throw a pass like no, no one really can throw a pass like Turbo can. Two or three of them can in the league, but they need someone that can kind of connect the dots. Do you know what I mean? That's what I'm saying. Like that, That's why I don't buy the foreign thing because foreign has to stay on that side of the field because <laughs> they've got no other playmakers. Yeah, he does. I, 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 yeah, I'm not buying at all foreign to hooker. It's just it's crazy to me. What, why? Yeah, he's so injury prone. Why shove him in the middle and make him make him rack up 40 tackles? It's just crazy. Like he's a half. He's like in his prime. He was one of the best five eights in the game. And his vision is incredible. He's got a beautiful short pass. His kicking game is so good. It just, it, I cannot imagine they shove him in the middle of the field and make him rack up tackles. Yeah, either, way, either way, to wrap up, to, to wrap up, fellas, I'd say, and I know Cookie, you're trying to find someone like a needle it, but I just think you either, like Ian said, you either go for it or you don't. There's no middle ground with this. You either, you either feel, you either go it on gut or you go on it like you and Paulie said, Jez, where you go. No, nah, the stats say no, 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 don't do it, or you do it the other way. That's that's the only way you can play this one. You can't, you can't, you can't be in and out. You just can't. So, yep, no, that's fair. We better not spend too long talking about Manly. Pretty irrelevant team this year, anyway. So, uh, in in the chooks, um, Adam Kieran was a bit of a, a bit of a shake up in the fourteen. I think was providing some cover there in the nine, as Brad said, um, until Verrills gets back. Um, Brad, actually, you had Verrills. Have you still got Verrills sitting there in your emergencies, even though he's not ready for round one? I still do. Still I'm do. just going to keep him in. Uh, oh, this is this is no statistical, you know, base or anything. It's just me. I just have a feeling that Jake Friend has probably one more shot at the at the premiership, and I think for Jake Friend to to get that shot, he will have to be managed through the season. And I just think that having it's basically just saving me a trade because I think there's going to be a week where um, Verils will be named in 14 and an hour out, Verils will move from 14 to 9 and Jake Friend will drop off the bench altogether. And I think that won't be a, a one-off thing. It'll be like five, six times that they, they'd sort of negotiate Jake Friend through the season so he's available for finals. So... That's my take on it. I, you know, and I, yeah, like I said, I just think Kieran's mining that jersey for Sam Verrills and, um, you know, who Radley probably comes on to start from the bench and then, uh, you know, Fafita probably drops off and you're sort of stuck with Verrills, Hargraves, Butcher and, and Radley on that bench. So that's... It's just a, it's just a feeling I have. That's all I'm, I'm guessing, just because some of the stuff we've heard around... Uh, Verrill's getting itchy feet next year if 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 Jake Friends gets re-signed. So I think they'd probably try to keep him happy by giving him some some starts. And let's be serious, like he won a grand final as a, as a starting hooker. So it's not like he's overawed by the situation or anything. But yeah, that that's my take on why I have Verrill's. Yep, no, hundred percent. That's um, yeah, it's hard to argue against. Sam Walker sitting in the reserves is kind of one that everyone's hoping he can get into the, into the team sooner rather than later. He'd be uh, an invaluable cheapie in the halves. Um, 
I mean, Liam is still an option as a cheapie, but he's not he's not that base price, so he's um he's not as easy to fit in. But anyway, why don't we move on to the next game, Brad? What do you got? Yeah, um, Ree, I know you're in the uh, in the room listening, and you're a Cowboys girl. So if you if you want to have a chat about your Cowboys, feel free to raise your hand to speak or request to speak. But I'll read through the team list quickly. Uh, Paulie's man, Dylan Edwards, at the back. Uh, Charlie Staines and Brian Toalt on the wings. Paul Momorowski and Stephen Crichton are in the centres. Jerome Luai and Nathan Cleary in the halves. Uh, Moses Leota, James Fisher-Harris and Appy Corusau are the starting front rowers. Viliami Kikau, Kurt Capel uh, and Isaiah Yo are the back row. Tyrone May, Spencer Lenu, Matthew Eisenhuth and Liam Martin are the bench for the Panthers. Forcing sort of no Robert Jennings, no Matt Burton, no Mitch Kenny. So they're in jerseys 18 to 21. Uh, for the Cowboys, Scott Drinkwater at the, at the back. Kyle Felt and Valentine Holmes on the wings. Paulie's man, Esau Masters, and the Hammer at the centres. In the halves of Michael Morgan and Jake Clifford. The front row, which is a little bit spicy, Francis Molo starting instead of Josh Maguire. Reese Robson, Jordan McLean are the other front rowers. Mitchell Dunn, Cohen Hess, and Jason Taumalolo are the back row. Bit of a weird bench for me when I look at it, but uh, Jake Granville in the 14, Josh McGuire in the 15, Corey Jensen in the 16, and Ruben Cotter in the 19. Um, so that means Lachlan Burst, Shane Wright, Murray Tuolangi, and NRL Fantasy, uh, I don't even know what word you could say, Ben Hampton in 21. But a um, couple of things standing out for me. We said Kurt Capel will probably get the start. Spencer Lenny, who I know is, is of interest to a few people in this chat, but I don't know. Having a look at that bench for the Cowboys, it's a bit of a weird makeup for me, Jez. What do you think? Yeah, it's, I was just about to say, I think um, I actually, from a kind of a tactical point of view, I actually like Josh McGuire on the bench for the Cowboys. I think ideally the Cowboys always have one of Tao Malolo or McGuire on the field. I just think those two are so important to the, the middle the middle pack for them. and um, if Taumalolo is going to kind of play a slightly reduced minutes this year, kind of 50 to 55, if he plays that opening stint, then Maguire comes on and plays kind of big minutes through the middle and then Taumalolo jumps on to finish the game strong, I think that's going to work best for them. Because we, we've seen in the last couple of years, they've had some really weak patches where their their best forwards are all off the field at the same time, which has really hurt them. So I, I don't actually mind that, to be honest. It could be a coaching master stroke get Maguire to come on and play that middle that middle period. Um Eastern Masters in the center, that's the big one we're hoping for. I think Paulie's pretty keen on him. I'm pretty keen on him. I had him in all preseason and then got ruined when he didn't start the trial, but he's back. So Masters is a is a serious option I think. Um as an underpriced potential keeper in the centers. The uh the very tricky center position. Um that's so hard to nail every year. So, I mean, outside of that, you got pretty stock standard for the cows in the starting in the starting team, kind of as we expected. Um, Ruben Cotter was um, a shout to maybe get a starting role, but he's a no go um, on the bench. And uh, for the for the Panthers, we had a pretty heated discussion in the Discord today or yesterday, whenever it was, about Kurt Capewell, the uh, the um, elite utility back rower that is Kurt Capewell. So if he gets an 80-minute edge roll, I think he's really tempting because he played that role last year 
um, in patches and and scored really well. But the problem is um, big Liam Martin sitting on the bench. That's just that's just what spells a bit of trouble because he can play in that right edge role and it it's just provides uncertainty on Capewell's minutes. So um, that's the big one for me. Paulie, what do you reckon about Capewell? Are you, are you tempted by him? or I still think that he'll lose some minutes. I think Kickow will lose more minutes. But, um, yeah, I, I feel like... I feel like he'll get he'll end up getting um, maybe fifteen or twenty minutes rested, Capewell. Yeah. Um, but you know, look, last year Martin had games where he played eighty, so it's possible that Capewell's now got that eighty minute role and Kickow and Martin just share the other bit, or Martin even plays a bit of middle. Um, I'm off Lenniu just because I feel like Eisenhuth will steal the minutes that I was hoping he would get. And I just think for the you know with Hetherington and Lenniu, I, th- I feel like it's hard to have them both. So yeah, I'm off Lenniu from that, but I wouldn't talk anyone else out of it. I'm just full disclosure; he's not in my team right now. Um, and yeah, the cows I couldn't get Esen Masters in, but I'm going to keep trying. So hopefully, before what? what? How did you not get him in? You were all second. over him. Yeah, because second. I couldn't afford him. I had to. I just. I had to save some money, so I've gone. I've downgraded. My centers. So I've got Roberts, and it might be one of the guys I told everyone not to get. Adam Miller. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Mind games again. Yeah. Play, please Tommy. be honest. It's Tuesday. Stop. It's not Thursday yet, all right? So just don't worry, everyone. Boy, <laughs> Paul there. Yeah. I've had to um, downgrade my centers too. I'm the same as you. I've been all over Hopawadi, but I'm struggling to get him in currently. Well, somebody's like you, you, I'm having the same problem. Someone's got to – I'm looking at my 18 and I'm thinking these guys are going to score me a lot of points except my centres. Now, I could change and go, well, I'll get rid of someone like Tedesco or McCulloch and save some cash and go and upgrade in my centres and it might get me five, only five or ten more points per player. Yeah, I, you know? I, spend, I spend elsewhere and then I, whatever I've got left over is for my centres. I think that's the way to go. That's what I try to do. I think that's the way to go. Are we sure Kickow's going to play eighty minutes, Paulie? No, not at all. No, I don't reckon he does. That's what. That's what. No I'm, that, I'm, I'm just piggybacking on the the, the Cape Ball chat. That's all in the and um, Liam Martin. I don't. The I don't fuck? know. I don't know. If, yeah. I, yeah. I think Kickow might get spells like Tamalolo. Uh, not Tamalolo, but um, Martin. You mean? No, I meant the same sort of strategies. They bring him off. They give him the spell. Oh, like Tamalolo. Sorry. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I don't. I Kickow hardly played AD at all last year. He's not. Um, I think the problem is Kickow, Capewell, and Martin between them will share the two hundred and forty minutes that you got on the edge. So I don't think you can you can nail like this guy's going to play sixty, this one will play eighty. I think it's going to be a game by game scenario. And um, you know, if Kickow is in a certain game, he's just on fire and he's busting every tackle. They won't take him off. Yeah, and but, if you, you know, and if you have next week, they won't take him off at half time. Like six again, exactly right. Same thing. Yeah. yeah, so I think it's it's going to be a bit of a game by game basis. But that for that reason, I'm avoiding all three of them. But if you want any of them, obviously I think Cape was the one to go because he was playing that eighty minute role last year, and yeah, he's got, he's got the dual position, so it's it's huge. Because we don't have any guys this year at the centre spot that are going to be playing in the forwards that have shown they can score as well as someone like Capewell can. He um, lost his spot. He's just edged now. Oh, really? Is he not dual? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Jez, what have you done? 
clear idea. We'll have to we'll have to cut out that I, last thirty seconds. I have a feeling that that was recent though, because he I swear he was sent only the other day. Yeah, nah, he wasn't. He wasn't sent the other day. He's been edge for a while. Just edge. Well, in, I, I wouldn't even touch him. Then I think I was only tempted if he was going to be a um available in the center in the center position, but um. <clears throat> No, I think there's too much other value at second row guys that we have. We we know their role is more nailed, and um, and he's not a keeper, so I probably won't. I probably won't be tempted by that then. Hey Paul, they got they got a big score, don't they, Penrith this round, don't they? They got big projections, right? Yeah, Cleary's due to go essentially ten higher than everyone else. You know, I'm not saying you know that's that's a legit like obviously someone's going to come out of the clouds and beat him. But just like, as you say, when you look at all those top top tier guys, I think Cleary's the the man. I mean, you got to pay for him, right? Like I, I can't afford him, but but anyone that's got Cleary should be captaining him. Yeah, I agree. Wait, Paulie, I think our um, I think our stake bet for Papenhuyzen versus Edwards is going to hedge a lot on this game. Oh boy, <laughs> I feel like oh, spicy. I love. I feel well. This is the big game, isn't it? Home to the cows. I think Edwards, this is the one, really. He, he needs to go kind of 70-plus, which he probably can, to be honest, in this game. But I think this will set the tone for the, uh, well, I hope, the next five. I hope you win it because I, I'm going with um, Pat. Pat. So I need. I, I, I would be kicking myself. Oh, but you've bought Pat as a long-term... Jesus, has been some keep. backpedaling from you, Paulie James, <laughs> recent weeks. Tell you what, you no, could ride a, I, I could ride a bike backwards it. up Mount Everest, dead set. No, I, I said first five rounds, Dylan Edwards. He was my first win fullback picked in my draft. But, I, but, I, I but saying, aren't you off him now and getting Pap? Is that what you just said? I'm saying that when it's down to those two, because of the goal kicking and because of everything else, over the course of the year, at the same price, it makes sense, or a cheaper price, it makes sense to get Pappenhausen. That's what I'm trying to say. I still stick to the bet. The bet, the bet is still valid. Dylan Edwards right. will, in my opinion, will score more in the first five weeks than Pappenhausen. Yet, I don't think for the cost it's worth it in this case to go with the Dominator over all the other things we know. That's a that's my opinion in this case. I am taking Brimson. Brimson's the second highest on the Dominator after Edwards. And I am taking Brimson. Now, if you take Edwards and not Brimson, fine, Absolutely. So I'm still using the Dominator to make these decisions. But in this specific case, I've decided to save a bit of money, go Pap. He's now goal-kicking. You take out the first half of last year, and he has very, very high scores. Very, very high scores standard. He just, I don't know, for whatever reason, the start of last year, didn't go that great for him. Brought down his average. I just think he is as cheap as you can possibly get him right now. Yep. Yeah, we, we, we kind of discussed it the other night, didn't we? The, the yeah. pap pick is not the Pappenhausen pick is not about the first five weeks. That's about he's going to be a keeper with the goal kicking. So it yeah. made sense to go with him. But yeah, but even if Edwards beats Pat for the first five, you um you still and if Pat then beats him over the course of the season, it's still justified to go with Pat, isn't it? It's, so it's justified like, because there's yeah. so many other guys out there where you're going to be using trades. So you've saved a trade. Yeah, and um. Yeah, I think you initially had Edwards in there, but that's—I mean—that's what these these chats are about, aren't they? To you guys to swayed me, and to help convince each other on on the best options and you break guys down swayed the stats. Me. So that's right. There's no <laughs> there's no shame in changing a decision, not at all. 
Oh, I do. We do have I'm... the open. Oh, yeah, sorry, go on. Paulie. You go. You oh, go. I, I just wanted to quickly ask, just while we've got the open forum, uh, you mentioned there um, Cleary was the one to, to throw the C on just for this week. Another mm-hmm. big one that um, people are throwing on is, is, is Crichton, probably more so out of his efforts of the the trial. Um, how, how far how far of a drop have you got between between Cleary and, and Crichton on the on the Dominator? Let me take a look. Sorry to put you on the spot, mate. That's all right. Everything's loaded. I'm just working on the TSP now, so it's uh, mm. so I'm just got to change screens back to NRL Fantasy. Cleary, Cleary's the clear. The clear numero uno. You can see thing. you can see it there, Luke. It's all upgraded, mate. I've been spamming it, mate. I'm doing the whole mastermind like Cookie, mate. I'm playing mind games nonstop. Crichton's sixty-two, so he's ranked in the top twelve. Tomalala, even going down to sixty minutes, is still at sixty-two. That's pretty impressive. Yeah, well, it's pretty. No, impressive. I, just, I just thought I'd throw it out there because I think a, a few people are looking at it's at swapping out. A Cleary C for a Crichton C, but interesting that the Dominator has him so far ahead. Nice. Yeah, I think so. I think Cleary and DCE for mine are the top, and Andrew McCulloch. I think um, Cookie's right. McCulloch's over Damien Cook, based upon that eighty minutes and just just the Paul, fact that Paulie, the defence. Yeah. Um, there's talk though that when Norman's back next week, Clune's going to go to fourteen. So is Clune well, going to fourteen? Does McCulloch come off at the 60 to 65 minutes, Look, you know? It's, that, that's and then it becomes possible. a bit of a trap. It's very possible. Yep, because we saw, right. we, saw trap, play. we saw Clune play. We saw Do you reckon he's a trap, there. Jess? Do you reckon McCulloch might only sell get him. 60? Sell him. No, I'm just, Do you I reckon Clune will take... Do you reckon Clune will take some minutes <laughs> off McCulloch? No, I don't think so. I don't think he will. Uh, he can't play. What's he going to do on the 14? Well, he did. He, what are they going to do with but him? But he did, Luke, and the charity shield, you know. He put him there. Yeah, I know. Look, look how that reason. turned out. That, that, yeah, seriously, come on. Uh, yeah, Clune's a half, and uh, McCulloch is a hooker. So, I don't so he's going to get 80, Jess? I think so. Even a tired McCulloch okay. is going to be more effective at hooker than a fresh Clune. So I don't. I can't see it. Personally. Yeah, I just but, don't know what what Griffin's going to do with that last bench spot. Look, it's Willie Army this week. What's it going to be next week? Oh, what is Willie Army starting? <laughs> oh, sorry, I shouldn't have jumped. Cookie, <laughs> Cookie. He's, on... Oh, he's on the bench. Nah, he's playing mind games again, Jez. He's on it, mate. Our season is decimated. <laughs> sorry, I forgot that we haven't done the dragons yet. <laughs> I can't believe we're playing with the army. Oh, uh, well, anyway, <laughs> was there anything more about the Panthers we should talk about? Uh, Isaiah Yo, I think, is a uh, set and forget keeper. We talked about him a bit in the past and Coruscant as well. He's a keeper at hooker if you want to if you want to go with him. But um, I don't think there's that much else. We should move on to the next game, which is not the Dragons yet. It's the Raiders and the West Tigers on Sunday, Arvo, 4 o'clock. I think the Tigers have got a whole stack of um, afternoon, day-afternoon games to start the season, which they generally have a pretty decent record in. So that might be something to to keep in mind when you're picking their players. But, Brad, want to go through the teams, my friend, for, uh, for this game? Sure, mate. Uh, at the back to the Raiders is... Uh, Braden Williams. Oh, sorry, not Braden Williams. Uh, it's Charles Nickel Clockstad uh, on the I've wings. <laughs> on the wings of Bailey Simonson and Jordan Rapana. Uh, Sebastian Chris takes Jared Croker's spot for probably just one week. Curtis Scott's the other centre. 
Um, Jack Whiten and George Williams are the halves. Josh Papali, Josh Hodgson, Dynamis Louie are the front row for the Raiders. Hudson Young, Elliot Whitehead and Joseph Tarpane are the back row. Silva Havili, Ryan Sutton, Asia Soliola and Ryan James are the bench, which means fantasy darling Scott Starling. That's uh, sorry, Scott Starling, Tom Starling. Don't make the bench. Oh, I'm... I'm um, I'm a bit surprised Emre Gula doesn't get a start. I've been a big fan of him. Sam Williams is in Jersey 18. Jersey 18. Uh, for the West Tigers, new recruit Dane Laurie starts at fullback. The wings are David Nofaluma and uh, AJ Kepoa. Kepoa, sorry, Paulie. Uh, the centers, James Roberts and Joseph Leilua. In the halves, Moses and Bai, Luke Brooks. Uh, James Tamu, the new skipper, partners Joe Offahengawi as the two props. Jacob Little in Jersey 9. Uh, Luke Garner, Luciano Leilua, and Alex Twala, the back row. Tommy Talao, an interesting selection in Jersey 14. Uh, Jersey 15, Thomas Mikaele, Stefano Utakamanu in Jersey 16, and Russell Packer in 17. And I just I just want to have a little bit of a, a chat about some of the mail I got from uh, one of our journalists and a good friend of the show, uh, Alicia Newton. She spoke to Stefano today and said, what kind of minutes do you think you're going to be playing? And... He said 60. So, whoa, 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 60 minutes for Stefano. I think, what? Yeah, I think, I think Stefano is overextending himself a little bit, but I think that's when he was at peak fitness and apparently he's dropped a bit of weight that in, in New South Wales Cup, that's what he was playing. So, maybe probably not 60, but if you think it's anywhere in and around that 40 to 50, he's a very juicy price, old Stefano. But, um, Anything else that stands out for you in those two teams, Jez? Uh, yeah, there is. Um, wow, I'm just kind of a 60-minute bench prop, eh? That would Someone be, check uh, on Paul. Is he... That would be something. <laughs> What'd you say, Luke? <laughs> Someone check on Paul. Is he still alive? <laughs> Paulie, Earth to Paulie. Wow, that's uh... no. I'm listening. Uh, I just uh, I don't I don't know if I buy that one. <laughs> Yeah. This is from a respected journalist at NRL.com. Yeah. She used to be I on know. our show. Right? This is oh, what I'm he really said. Sure. Yeah. And this is what he yeah. told. I'm not saying what she's well, saying. Well, you didn't need to out her, but that's, <laughs> all, that's fine. No, this is what he said. So take read it. Yeah, that's yeah. what he said. I just don't think yeah. that's going to happen. It's not yeah. her fault. She's just reporting the news. Alicia's next question should have been, uh, so Stefano, are you, are you generally a bit of a joker around the lads? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> You know, you like a, a cheeky comment because maybe uh, he was just completely having a laugh. Are you actually playing for the Magpies this week? And Tuki Simpkins is going to take the bench spot, which I thought all along would happen. He got a t- he got a text message from Cookie. More mind games for the fantasy crew. More mind games. What, what do we reckon for Stefano? Thirty to thirty-five minutes? Is that what we're yeah, thinking? At the most. Oh, at the most. That, yeah. yeah. Have you Probably. got him, Paulie, in your emergencies or not? No, no, I can't. I can't do it at this stage. I've, I mean, yeah, he's probably affordable, but there's... there's I've got him guys, currently, but I'm not sure. Well, there's a lot of good options. You know what I mean? There's not... To, to me, there's a lot of good options in there that are the right price. So, yeah, I find it... I find it, I'm, I don't think I can get him in. I just think there's too many others to choose from. But I could be... Look, I could be making a mistake because I'm going... There's not many, though, at guys. the 246k. That's right. At the 246k for a forward... There's not really anyone. Besides no, and I've him. been going a bit less. 
you know. Well, so with anyway. his comment, I hope they don't listen to him when it comes to captain decisions and captain challenges, that's for sure. What a shocker. <laughs> if he's just going to score 20, if he's going to score 20, then I wouldn't want him. But if he can sort of get 25 points, then I'd be looking at, okay, because he's priced at 16. Yeah, it's a tough yeah. call. It's a very tough The problem with... Uh, he's, I've got him in there at the moment. He's so hard to leave out just because of the price. But, I mean, if he gets anything over 35, 40 minutes, you're probably laughing. He'll do it right. But the problem is, like, Alex Tall there, Mads loves a massive minute lock. Like, Tall's going to play huge minutes. You've got Tamiya and, and Offa going to play at least 40 each. and then you got Tamiya will play more than 40. Yeah, exactly, yeah. And then you've got three bench props. Like, there's no way in the world Stefano can get anywhere near 60. That That's just insane. But, like, if he could stretch to 40, that'd probably be enough. But I think... Yeah, I'd take 40. I think the concern was if he was going to get like 20 to 25 minutes, then you're like, that's that's kind of trap written all over. But if he reckons he's going to get anywhere near those kind of massive minutes, then even if he gets half of that, you're probably laughing. So Yeah, I'll, that's I'll a tough call. I don't, I don't know if he's going to even get that. I feel like it. I feel like for mine, let's have a look here, what, it, what's, what I put earlier today, how many minutes that I had him at. Um, he'll score 22, Cookie. 22, mm. and that's, ba- that's based around 20 minutes. So obviously if he can get it up over 30 minutes, then you've got a good good choice. So that's... How many I'm minutes, gonna, sorry? I only have him playing 20 minutes. I reckon he'll get Very, That's, I mean, the, um, the predictor... Uh, He's only played three games ever of NRL in his life, so it's kind of yeah. Hard he's got to a take stats PPM of one, which is quite high. But then if he's a prop, that you'd kind of expect it. But um, yeah, PPM of one. He's played. He's got twenty four NRL minutes in his whole life. That's so right. Like, you can't really. That's I wouldn't right. be taking it any kind of. But it also looks at middle forwards in general. It doesn't just look at his twenty four minutes he's played. Okay, yeah. and it looks at. Which averages out, and that looks at you know. I mean, you're right. Look, he could miss a lot of tackles, and I don't know. I feel like if he's in the middle, they're going to expect him to get a lot of hit ups while he's doing that, and he'll probably be pretty strong defensively. So I think the PPM is isn't yeah. unrealistic, but I do think it's the minutes, and the more minutes he plays, obviously, the less his PPM is going to be because he's going to start making mistakes and he's going to start having to take rests and not hit up as much, you know. So yep. yeah, yeah, definitely. Well, he's he's pretty. You can't go wrong with that price, can you? He's pretty safe. He's going to make some money. It's just a matter of how much. And I think I'll definitely start with him. I think um, just moving on from him. I think the bench is very kind for Jacob Little. I mean, he's been very outspoken in preseason about his desire to play eighty minutes. Um, he's a much must-own. Yeah, he's he's probably the the one player that I because I hate calling people must-haves, but he's the one player that I would say is pretty much a must-have because every other player in the game, especially the guns, you can justify not having them if you use the money wisely elsewhere. But someone that is that cheap and is going to play eighty minutes at hooker and is owned by pretty much every single serious fantasy coach is probably the closest thing to a must-have you can get because if he, if he goes off, you're you're just stuffed. So Yeah, 
you're stuffed. I mean, the, the the injury aside, the only scenario would be that the Tigers lose their first few, which is possible, obviously, and then Madge rings some changes and gives Simpkin a shot. Yeah, you know, yeah. or Embi, or even Embi moves him. You know, there's stuff. But but Little's not just going to have one loss and and get moved on. That would have yeah. to be a few in a row. It'd be hard to blame Little if they start poorly. No. Like it would have to be a few, and then he change. He makes a few changes, and Little's yeah. one of the casualties. That's the worst case scenario. Yeah, the and other benefit talk, of Little. Sorry, can the we other talk about benefit Murray of in Little. A yeah, we will, Cookie. Just go for it, yeah, Ian. What were you saying? Yeah, sorry. The other benefit of Little is the next guy in line is Simkin, who's underneath him by by a fair bit as well. So worst case, Little does get the boot. Uh, Simkin's an all auto trade in, and and you you're set for the same same spot, same minutes. Yep. Yeah, that's that's valid. If yeah, if Little's going anywhere, then Simkin will come in. It. He's a base price will go. I actually um my current team because I've said before I like running an MPR like a non player. Um, just so you can use the loop. I've done it a few seasons and it's worked all right, but I actually, I've got Simkin sitting there at the moment, um, kind of hoping he wouldn't get named, um, but you can use the loophole with him and then if anything happens to Little, then you've got a guy that you've already got there sitting there that can start making money. So I know I was, everyone's going to like just that. Just make sure that's, it's the right Simkin. That's, that's, yeah, that's, that's right. That's yeah. A... Yeah, Simpkins. It's it's got to be Simpkin. Yeah, yeah, I like it, Jez. I think yeah. he's, a, he's a superstar in waiting. Old Simkin. Yeah. I think he's. Uh, it's. I think it's only a matter of time until he gets into that. Yeah, yeah. Not not everyone will agree with the strategy because they want kind of everyone making money. Oh, um, Veril's like that. Which same is fine. Sport. Yeah, yeah, it's fine. I think. Yeah, a few people did it with Harry Grant. I know that's very different last year because Grant was pretty much nailed to come in and start shredding but um yeah i think a few people just started with him knowing he was gonna he was gonna play come round three whatever it was um but then they could use him as for the loophole in the first couple of weeks so i think swifty from the discord did that um which i had yeah I, him, so. I had him round one even though yeah. i didn't loop him but he was always guaranteed a spot so i thought why not save a yeah. trade later on yeah so this is a bit different because it's a guy that isn't necessarily nailed to come in, but um, but I can't see Little getting through 25 rounds without getting injured. So I think at some stage, Simkin will, will get a shot. Um, so I don't mind mind the idea. But um, Dane Laurie, we'll have a quick chat about him. He's quickly becoming very popular, I think with good reason. Um, he played incredibly well in the first, the, the opening stage of the trial uh, last weekend. And... Um, he, he looks like he's nailed this fullback spot. It's, I mean, if anyone can say with a hundred percent certainty what happens when Dewey gets back, um, good on him. But I, I still think that there is an element of risk with what happens. But in my opinion, I think Laurie is going to keep the fullback spot because he's a fullback and Mbai is, at the end of the day, a very versatile player and is a perfect utility to come on and cover at hooker or feel anywhere in the back line if he needs to. So I think Laurie's got the spot nailed. Um, you don't, you can't go wrong with that price, and I think he should pretty much be in everyone's team. So what do you, do, do you reckon he's, um, he's close to a must-have Paulie, Laurie as well? No, Paulie's off. What do you reckon, Chris? Yeah, yeah, he's a must-have. Oh, Paulie's on, yeah. Yeah. Pretty much a must-have for Laurie? Yeah, I think so. Yeah, yeah, that price. It's hard to ignore. You... You think he's a must-have too, don't you, Cookie? I've got him in um, third wing fullback at the moment. Yep. 
Yeah, yeah I think Empire's going to mm. go to 14. And lot, that's what I'm hearing off Tigers people as well and just reading their online forums and different things. They're all saying Empire 14. And Empire said something the other day about um, – he hinted at it as well in something that I read. Yep. Yeah, it's um, it seems the most likely scenario. Then boy goes to fourteen. He, yeah, he even said that himself, didn't he? Yeah, that was um, kind of in the last week. He said he may end up in the fourteen. So if the player himself is saying that, then we obviously know it's true, don't we? Like Big Stefano is going to be playing sixty minutes straight out. Of what the about the jet? Who's got the jet? I've got the jet. Upside at that price, three thirty. Me, I've got the jet. I've got jet. Jets everywhere. Everyone's got the Have jet. you still what got about... Luciano, Paulie? Sure do. Uh... If I get a Tecumano, I'll be loaded with my own team. That's never a good look. What Four about points. Brooks? What What do we reckon about Brooks? Sure do. Yeah, oh, but I don't know if he's going to goal kick now. Talk is Dewey's going to goal kick from round two onwards, and then that's sort of five, six points that Brooks m- m- won't get if Dewey goal kicks. Mm, well, you're right. Hopefully he does. Yeah. I don't know if I can fit Brooks in. Yeah, I, I sort of am tempted, but he's priced at 41. So you want him averaging 50 if you're going to get him. I don't know if he can average 50. And, I mean, he's mid-range as well. So if you're going to have Tino and Turpin, then you're going to get Brooks. That's three in the 500k mark. And That's right. It gets to your cap, you know. That's so right. Just sidetracking a little bit. Avarillo might be one for the 18. Because he, you know, covers centre and half, and then you've got your halves and centre cover in the emergencies. Well, Ree has a good point on the chat. She's saying it's going to be between Roberts and Masters. I think that's a that's a really close call because Masters is more mm. expensive, but he's done it done it in the past. Whereas Roberts is cheaper, but you're hoping there's enough upside there, you know, to to get above his price. But Masters, even in a bad team, should score decent. Yeah, bad, bad team, all right. The Cowboys, good lord. <laughs> Wait, there's, there's room for improvement for everyone. Hopefully, uh, hopefully the Dragons more than anyone. <laughs> I'm hoping for. We'll get on to them in a second, but um, just quickly on the Raiders, I think we should touch on Bailey Simonson, yeah, winger that's put on about twenty twenty five kilos apparently in the off season. So he's uh he's primed and ready to go to start busting tackles every run so i think he's he's a decent option at 246k he's one of those base price cheapies and um i'm not sure i'd want him starting in your wing fullback but if you have him in your emergencies as cover for for wing fullback i think that's perfectly adequate and all you need with him is kind of one game where he bags a double and um scores a kind of 50 odd and then he'll start skyrocketing in price and you can sell him once he peaks so i think he's he's a good option um Josh Hodgson was kind of tempting a few people in the last few days, um, especially how he played in the trial and was playing a bit more of a roving role, getting getting his hands on the ball a bit more. But um, Saliba Havili on the bench is a bit off-putting because um, even though Havili's played played just a bit of lock forward in the past, it, it's it's just enough for me to probably steer clear of Hodgson and he's not guaranteed the 80 minutes, so probably one to avoid. Ryan James, though, I think I think he's... Sparking up some interest. Um, he's it's annoying because he's he's had a I think he's had a price hike. He's he's um, in the Super Coach game. He's almost base price because he pretty much hasn't played a game of footy in the last two years. But 
Um, I think he's up around 400k or something more. What has someone got? Someone know how expensive he is? Maybe Who not. Was it? Ryan James. 454k. Yeah. Yeah. So that's. I don't know why he's so expensive. He's hardly touched the footy. So. Um, that's like that, Murdoch Masilla though. They've just outpriced him. Yeah, that price. I think just because James used to be a bit of a gun in the past, so I don't want to make him too cheap. But I think that price is. Yeah, that's that's probably no go for someone that that's hardly played any footy. So, um, yeah. Other than that, I think, yeah, we've talked about the Raiders a bit and said there's not really that much fantasy relevance, despite them being such a good team. So, um, but no, no kind of major shocks in the starting in the starting team. I think Brad, you mentioned Emre Gould. He he did really well when he had his um when he had his chance last year, but I think he suffered a fairly serious injury, so it might be just a, a case of um, playing a few games through the resis first and easing back into um, into the minutes before getting back into the NRL squad. So, what about um, Tarpany? What are we thinking about Joe Tarpany? Yuck for me. Yeah, he just never—I don't know—he just never seems to to be be that fantasy gun that you want, and he it just seems so inconsistent and yeah. his minutes can fluctuate and. That's the thing, yeah. yeah. He chops. He plays. He played sixty, seventy one week, and then he'll play, yeah, forty five the next week. Yeah, he'll get a try every couple of weeks. Like those finals games last year, the two finals, he was just amazing. But yeah, like it's inconsistent as yeah, I know. Yeah, I just think it's it's just what Ricky does. I think he's yeah, he just likes to kind of fluctuate a bit. Some games, you know, for Parley, he gives him longer rest, and sometimes he keeps him out there for you know like seventy minutes. It's just yeah, I think it's a game by game thing, and Tarpanay's a bit the same. So it's just at the end at the end of the season, he's not going to average out to be a keeper, and I don't think he's going to make that much money. So it's just an avoid. He's probably yeah, not a lot of upside to him. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, I have to agree. And otherwise, that's that's probably about it for those teams. I, th- I think we're ready to move on to the uh, biggest game of the weekend. Probably, probably two of the best teams in the NRL facing off on on Sunday night at uh, Cogra Nestrada Jubilee. Hello, uh, darkness, best. my old friend. Keen, keen yeah. for this game. Yeah, <laughs> this is uh, it's the best ground in the country, Cogra. You can. Uh, argue with me later, but nothing better than sitting at Cogra on a Sunday Arvo, sun setting and uh, the heritage associated with the ground and watching my boys just tear up the Sharks. Can't wait. So, Brad, do you want to read out the team list and and we can um, get have a chat? Yeah, mate, no problem. Actually, 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 actually wait. I might read out these teams because it's my boys. Do it. Do it. do it. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I'm just keen to see us get walloped. So, we've got the Mighty Saints, St. George Laura Dragons, Sunday nights. We've got at fullback, Matt Dufty. No surprises. On the wings, Cody Ramsey gets a start, which is uh, which is big news. And Michaeli Ravalawa on the other wing. No Jordan Pereira, which is, uh, well, that's, uh, it's actually a shock right now. There you go. Jack Burt and Zach Lomax as the centres. We've got Adam Clune partnering Ben Hunt for round one while Norbert is suspended. And we've got Blake Laurie and Paul Vaughan as the props. McCulloch at hookup, no surprises. Josh Kerr is named on an edge. There you go. Did not expect that. And uh, Tarek Sims on the other edge. And Fui Maono at lock. Leaving uh, Poasa Farmasili, Trent Merrin, Daniel Alvaro, and Braden Williami on the bench. So in the reserves, you've got Jackson Ford, 
Cade Ellis, Jordan Pereira, God JP, and Max Guy. And for the Sharkies, Will Kennedy starts at fullback, Sione Katoa and Ronaldo Muletalo on the wings. Um, Dugan and Ramian in the centres, as expected. We've got Braden Hamlin-Ueli, a bit of an emerging uh, beast, kind of Fafita-esque player. You've got Aaron Woods, the other front row, Blake Braley at hooker, Britton Nakora and Wade Graham on the edges, and Toby Rudolph at lock. Um, a bit disappointing. I was expecting Magulius to get that spot, but anyway, he's on the interchange in number 17. You've got Connor Tracy, Tolman and Jack Williams, the other three, making up that bench. And uh, Andrew Fafita named in the reserves, number 20, which um, anyone that kind of was considering him after his massive All-Stars performance has kind of just gotten a reality check with him not even being named in the team, along with three other kind of uh, emerging guys. So, wow, That's, um, that's throwing a few spanners. First one... I think Fui Maona at lock, that's a big one. I kind of expected him to be either edge or bench, but um, playing through the middle. I don't actually mind him playing through the middle, but I uh, definitely didn't expect him to get the starting lock spot. Are you bringing is... him in, Jess? No. I'm, I'm you not... sure? No, I was pretty vocal last last pod we did that all those Dragons forwards for me are just an avoid purely because... He was, he was really good last year, though, when he actually got a chance. He was, but... It's just the fact that we're going to lose and Hook's going to make changes. And to be honest, from a from an objective point of view, I'd rather just enjoy watching my team play as much as I can without worrying about the fantasy lock playing 45 minutes. So <laughs> I, just, <laughs> I just don't. You are, you are sounding more and more like Paulie every day. Oh no! <laughs> it's it's all changing. This is whatever happens to the dragons. It feels like that's what I felt like the last ten years. You know, since we got rid of Sheens, just yeah, just rinse, repeat. You know, I honestly thought that I'd never would see a back rower with worse lateral movement than Cohen Hess, but now we've got Josh Kerr. I just I in a back row. It's, I, I, it just shocks me. I, I've really enjoyed watching Kerr come through um, kind of the juniors and uh, I saw him a bit at uni and then watching him play for the for the first grade side and, and building a bit of a role there in the middle. And I think I think he's a good prop. He's, he's a good player. He's, you know, he's never going to be like a elite origin player, I don't think, but he's just a solid middle forward. And I don't understand him playing on an edge, but... So is it a smoke screen? Is Fumano going to play on the oh, edge? Maybe. Kerr going to play? This is I mean, what I warned you about, Jeremy Griffin. Maybe. Maybe. Possibility. Yeah. Griffin. Yeah. Pro- I'll tell you, this is what he does. He did this back in Brisbane. Same thing. Yeah. I don't. I can't say I know Hook that well. So it, I mean, if that happens, I think that's good. It can only be good because Kerr, I think, is a middle forward. But mm. for that reason, what even what we're talking about the smoke screen, it's just I, I just don't think you can touch any of those guys. Like, yeah. I might give it a week with Fumano, and, and if he has a big game, oh, he'll be on my speed. Same as um, Farmer Silly and Alvaro, avoid them, Jez? Yeah, I think avoid. I think yeah. if Farmer Silly got a start, he was probably the only one I would have looked at. He might get 40-40 with Fumano. Yeah, but, but what's, the key word, what's the key word you just said there, Cookie? Yeah, might. <laughs> might. So I, yeah. I don't think – just the roles are so unsure. So I just don't think you can – you can do it with any confidence. As I think I said it the other week, just just wait and watch. And if you see in the first week or two 
a a clear role for one of those guys, like a, a solid amount of minutes, and it's not affected by injuries or a, a HIA or something, then jump on early, and that could be true. But I think starting with them is just asking for trouble when there's so, so many other good options. So pretty much load up on McCulloch, and that's about it. McCulloch is pretty, yeah, he's the only one I'm even considering in this side, and I think I've said you don't before, reckon Britton comes back. Billy Britton gets when he's facing the injured at the moment. If he's back, you don't reckon he comes under the bench? Uh, I don't. Think he so. did last year a bit, but that was Mary. Yeah, he might. But to be honest, Hook has chased uh, McCulloch. Griffin's chased him mm. because he likes him. He knows how he plays. He suits his system. He's got that combination with Hunt and Norman, and he's, he's gonna probably going to make sixty tackles in there, fifty-five yeah. tackles a game. Exactly, and he's going to want McCulloch out there for the majority of the game. The only game I can see McCulloch getting a rest is if, in the very unlikely scenario, we have the game wrapped up with about 15 minutes to go, then he might get a rest. Yeah, and he'll get some kick metres. Yeah, he'll get some kick metres as well. What about Alvaro, Jez? No, yuck. Bench prop, that might play 25 to anywhere between 25 and 40 minutes is a no for me, so... I just, yeah, I just can't go near any of it. But as I said, watch the first game. If you're confident enough that you can kind of adjudicate what kind of role they're getting in, and you think they can make some cash, jump on, and it could be shrewd. But I'm not going to. So how many how many people have you got got uh, McCulloch? Just curious. Me, yeah, I've got McCulloch. I do at the moment. Okay. No, I've got I might do, I might do later to reset. Yeah, I've got says no. I've got McCulloch and Turpin. Yeah, me, me too. too. At the moment. You, you've got McCulloch, Brad? I do, because you talk me into him, and if he bombs, it's all your fault. <laughs> <laughs> does, does anyone want to know who the top... Who's got Cookie, then? This week? I reckon Justin Olam. Who, whoever's Justin running Olam's, Justin Justin Olam's good. Whoever's running Justin Olam's not turn. bad. He's, he's actually fifth. Which is which is pretty good for a centre, but Stafford Tower. Yeah, it's not a bad shit. Yeah, I've just it's finally the, online. The dogs, yeah. The Paulie's dogs. just changed direction completely. I've been working on this <laughs> for the last two hours. Stafford Tower is the top try scorer predictor. There you go. That's right. So hot takes. Hot takes. Ross has has Andrew McCulloch nine two cookie. So Ross, feel feel free to send through all. Uh, all angst through the cookies email. I'll just provide it in the chat. Oh, I, might, I, might, I, might, I might do you guys a favour then because the Reaper doesn't have him yet. So who's got Cook then if everyone's on McCulloch? Who's on Cookie? I think the Reaper I, I dropped him. I had Cook. Cookie. Well, maybe I'll have to go back on Cookie then. <laughs> you could. He's a pod. He's going to be a pod cookie. There's all this, so much value at Hooker. Everyone's getting cheapies here, little and... Brayley and McCulloch and Turpin and... Well, I'll, I'll have Turpin, Brayley so. and Little. Then I've got to decide if I want Cook or McCulloch. There you go. Go go, Cookie. He might be a, he might be yeah, a but, bit of a point of difference for you. But then I've probably got to sacrifice Pat for Izarko and the Broncos have got a hard draw to start with. Um, I don't know about Izarko. What do we reckon about him? Oh, Broncos oh. have got the toughest draw. Too hard a draw for me, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> It's I don't know. Tough decisions, Cookie. He's, I think you need another six-hour planning session to work all this stuff out. He, he, at least. He's, he's the one I'm torn on. Last year, remember? Isarco's the one I'm torn on at the moment. 
Yep. Well, I don't know. What can you do, mate? I think he's he's as cheap as he's going to get, and yeah, just go with your gut. At the end of the day, you can kind Good of color. think about it all you want. <laughs> look at look at these stats, and but at the end of the day, none of us actually know nah. how well the Broncos are going to play, and that's where an element of luck comes into it. So don't get overstressed about. About who you pick, or oh, no, I know. I just tinker with a few things. I, I might have to go McCullough, good hooker over Cork, and then try and get Pappenhausen in somehow. Yep, you're giving everyone stomach ulcers, cookie stressing everyone out. Yeah, <laughs> Come on. I haven't done my thir- I haven't done my thirty drafts yet. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh Luke, say that again. Your your mic just went heaps quiet. Oh, good. It wasn't worth saying. I just said rename it Mind Game City, mate. That's all I said. <laughs> oh, literally. But anyway, um, back to this game before we wrap up. Um, yeah, just reiterating again. I, I don't think many of the Dragons forwards are worth worth a punt. Ben Hunt, no, unless he unless McCulloch gets injured and Hunt goes to hooker. Um, the other one was Lomax. I, you know, I think we have to talk about him just because purely he was kind of a hero from last year and the best centre in the game, and he's still pretty popular. Um, I, I, I'm not going to tell anyone not to start with him. I don't think he's a bad option, but I just think there's too much. There's more value in other players in that position, and I think Lomax is just about as expensive as he's going to get all season. So you're paying top dollar, and pretty much we're going to suck. So. I don't think he's going to get that many tries. Uh, so that's that's kind of my take on Lomax. Um, it's probably an avoid, but if you want to go with him, he's he's probably going to be one of the top five centers. So can't go wrong. Um, for the Sharkies, we're just looking at Moylan because uh, he's fairly popular. I'm actually interested how many guys in here have Moylan um, despite the injury concerns. I do, yeah. Scott's not starting, him. not starting, but yeah. he's in there. He's in my squad, yeah. Yeah, okay. In the squad emergency, Ian doesn't have him. He's not tempted. Paulie or Brad, you guys got you guys got uh, like tempered with Moylan or not at all? Yeah, no thanks. No thanks. It's, um, I will say something from last week. I was pretty more backtracking. No, I was uh, it is, that in this case, yes, I am <laughs> happy to Classic backtrack. Classic Paulie. No, because I, it was too harsh. Three ten, it was way over the top. That's all. <laughs> I'm prepared to admit when I was wrong, and I think that I owe the people who've got him an apology. I'm not picking him up, but I don't think that it was. Uh, I think it was a bit over the top. Yeah, average is 32 at 58, and he's priced at 23. Yeah, I, I, I thought he was high priced. But yeah, yeah, I don't have him currently. Yeah. It's not. If it's not a bad call. Yeah, if he wasn't 310, there's no way I'd have him. But that's I right. mean, yeah. 310. It's it's not a bad choice. Yeah, Mister Ganane was speaking him up. He did the game. My team's got risk all over it, so one more. I'm not going to know. I'm running with enough uh, fires at the moment, so I'm happy to leave Moylan where he is and and more than happy to see him score well. Best luck to him and anyone who gets But uh, no, Croker for the win, mate. (laughs) (laughs) I love it. Has everyone got off Jack Bird now? Yep. Uh, Yeah. Yep. Yeah. You know, he I've wasn't my... that bad. He wasn't that bad in the in the trial. The Reaper like, might set up the try. And... I'm still probably leaning towards Eason Masters over him. If I get rid of Fui Mayono, 
I could probably afford to re-upgrade my centre spot yes. to third or... So, you guys have talked me out for him, I don't know, I think. Did, did it, didn't he oh. tail off towards the back end of the season, Paul, in the predictor? Fumayano yeah, or Bert? Did, didn't he have like a really bad end of the season? Oh, no, I don't think so. I think. Oh, I could have sworn he did when we, when we were think, checking it. I think what happened with him was he started the year well and Mary just got hit by Mary. You know? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's what Luke, I put it down to. Luke, your instinct's right. He, he, um, the last four games, he just had a very limited minute bench role. And That's right. Averaged about 10 minutes. So that wasn't like his a, fault. Yeah. It's, yeah, but can, but you, can you trust Griffin as much as Mary? That's what I'm saying. That's no, you can't. And that's no. and that's the thing. That's why I thought I'll just wait. I'll, I'll watch around. I don't normally like to make trades in round one, but um, I'll make an exception. If Fumano goes off and gets 50 or more, I will just bring him straight in because I, because I do think he's... He's a strong player. He runs hard. He tackles hard. He's very yep. cheap. You know, he just thirty nine k. Yeah, yeah. Not bad. So, but but yeah, the hook. If he if he walks out in thirteen and then he sits on the right edge and does nothing, you know what I mean? It's not worth it. So I want to see. Think that's where he fell down. Was uh, he was on the edge? He didn't go in in too often for the ball. Nah, he relied on it coming out to him. Whereas if that's he's right. in thirteen and he's kept in the middle. Yeah. Like that's, that's where um, McInnes picked up half his work rate was purely everyone ran at him. Yep. And yep, he's a nice staff, essentially. So, yeah, it'll be interesting. I, I'm, I'm with you, Paulie. Round round one, uh, I'll be watching. And then round two, it's probably going to be my, my one and only trade, hopefully. Yeah. That's that's where the edge is tricky because, I mean, I've got Fafita and Ricky, but then, look, you've got Host, you've got Waddell, you've got Gusevsky, you've got... Um, Fui Mono, and that's where they're all a bit risky. But I feel like I've got to pick one, so I have to decide that. Get on, Ricky. Ricky's I've got him, but then, uh, I mean, like, for the interchange, I don't want to have not have an edge player on the interchange. Uh, yeah. Oh, man, I don't even know my team right now. No, nah, I've got, I'm running no edge cover, so. I mean... I'm with you, Jax. No edge cover here. I just I just want to catch up on a question for um for Ross. He just sent anyone anyone on Townsend. I know we talked about it last week. It was oh. on the anyone on Townsend? Yeah, yeah I got Townsend. Yeah, because he's going to get he's he's running the show. And you know, I don't know about you guys, but always like a half that is running the show. And I think for those few rounds until you know SJ comes back, whenever that is, but he, he'll be running the show for the for the Sharks. So. I yeah. think there's a few on Ross if if you like. Uh... Yep. Um, I'm trying to look through. Is there anyone else that looks? What What about anyone? I I, I just love Billy Magulius because he's been Billy Magulius. But how many minutes do we think Billy Magulius is going to get for the Sharks? I got I got burnt by him last year. I bought him in, and he was flopped. Oh. I went Jack Williams to Magulius. Brady should get 30 to 35 minutes. That bench, there's no one on that bench that's going to steal too many minutes. I don't think Toby Rudolph plays that many minutes at lock. Like some clubs have got big minute locks. So I think Magulius could, could he could even get to 40. Yeah, I, I actually have him right now, Magulius, and I had him, as I said before, I was hoping he got the, he actually got the lock role. But anyone that, uh, that has a name like that, the Greek god, as some call him, he's um he's got to be in. I think 
He's uh, really, really, <laughs> really, what's he priced at? 200, 278k, so priced at 20. Rudolph, yeah. um, yeah, Rudolph last year played some bigger minutes in some games, he did go to 55. So I don't know. Rudolph was, I had Rudolph all year. I just couldn't get rid of him because he'd pump out a good score and he was average and I looked to trade him and then yeah, but he's people got it. injured. He played, he played more out. than 40 to 45. No, like, no he might stuck oh, around my team all year last year. Mm, so right. Magulius might only see 25 minutes, I reckon. Oh, I no, what, so there's no way. Minutes, no way. he get half Magul- an hour, I reckon. Yeah, yeah Magulius will get, get 40 minutes. Yeah, I, I tend to agree. Hamlin UL is not massive minute player. Woods isn't going to play huge minutes, maybe 50. Tracy's utility. And Tolman is meh. Tolman's Tolman. Tolman. Now. See 40 and now. who's the other one on the bench besides be Tolman? Tolman, uh, Jack Tracy. Williams, who's, uh, uh. He's, uh, he was very disappointing, to say the least, last year. <laughs> Yeah. Don't underestimate Tolman sucking up minutes, boys. That's all I'm going to say. Oh, Luke. How old is Tolman? Someone tell me. <laughs> it doesn't matter. He, he is the definition of a plotter, mate. He just plods nonstop. That's what he does. Luke, oh, he's only Luke how many minutes for Magulius, Luke, do you reckon? Oh, I'm, I'm with Paul. I think I think he has to play more. But, again, again, there's a lot of plotters on that team that are sucking up minutes. I'd be very, very... Tolman will take minutes. Tolman... Tolman's a sneaky draft pickup oh, every that, that's year. What I was, that's what I was alluding to. You you, oh, you stole my thunder, Paulie. <laughs> <laughs> what what happens if they bring Fafita in, though, round two, round three? Then Magulius probably I think out. I think Fafita's days of being, you know, like he's going to be very he's, – he's very Brett Stewart-like. He's going to be nursed into, you know They I mean? want to, yeah. They want to medically retire him, so, yeah. Who, who do you think – it's gonna. Who's the better player out of Jack Williams and Billy Magulius? Just pound for pound. Who's... Easily Magul- Billy. Yeah. Magulius. So, Magulius. so there's Magulius. your answer, Cookie. Easily. Jack Williams will. Yeah, Jack Williams I, I had will him be last dropped. year, and he, he he barely saw a game after I got him in, and he was pretty much out and never back but in. But towards the end of the year, he he was the one that was coming on first in the rotations. He was playing more minutes than guys like Jack Williams. He was starting to get a bit of a bit of it, and so if that happens again, like he'll. He'll beat out those other bench players. He'll be on slightly earlier. He'll stay on slightly longer. And if a feeder is back healthy, then he won't lose. So, it. You, you reckon Magulius is a better option than Gachevsky? Than Gachevsky, yes. But that's not great. That doesn't yes. mean I've got Magulius. <laughs> mm. Yeah, I don't know. There's too many. Yeah. You're playing a very dangerous game, Cookie. I'd, I'd get off the Gachevsky. I don't know what Get I'm off. doing yet. I've got all sorts of things going through my head. Did you see what, Get off of the next see what Ross has asked about Paul Momorowski? Is anyone on? I had him in my team, but Alicia Newton talked me out of him. Just just how dominant – is Crichton on the left? They How dominant yeah. Yeah. That, that attacking left is. I, I like yeah, – because I think every man and his dog's got bird, and I'm like, oh, I'm just looking for a point of difference. And I'm looking for a point of difference in somewhere that I don't want to roll the dice too heavily. And I'm like, ah, oh, I'll put him in there. But I think I've gone back to I've got Jimmy the Jet. Thoughts and prayers for me, but I've, <laughs> I've got him. I've got him in. So I'm just trying to find a way now to afford Tino and um, Turpin. But I've got I've got David for feeder. But I think I'm I think of putting Crichton there and then putting Tino in Crichton's spot in the middle. But yeah, I, I like Momorowski, Ross. I like him as a player. I'm just 
not sure that he's going to see enough ball because of how dominant that left edge will be. Yeah, I'm on Opochike. Oh, Jack. For my pair of I, thought, I thought we I'll discussed go. last week Opochike was a massive crap. Oh, We've talked no, about that too. We've but... talked about Opochike. Jackson and I talked about Opochike today too. I've got him as well at the moment. I think, yeah. Oh. Ever since ever since Paulie told me oh, to get him out, I just want to prove him wrong. <laughs> do, you remember, do you remember last year when I called Gemma Trap? Gemma Trap. Do you remember yes. how that worked out? <laughs> What's your theory on Opa Check, though? Why do you think Opa Check's a trap? Opa Stitch Up is what I call him. Why? Opa Stitch Up. What's, what did Michael Jennings do for fantasy at left centre for Parramatta? What yeah. did he do? What did he, oh, how many did he score? All, but and is Michael actually... Jennings a better player? Like, he's 100%. player. 100%. So yeah. there's your answer. There's your answer. And I know if Mitch uh... Moses goes over to the left, hey, maybe something changes. Mitch Moses on the left, Madison's on the <laughs> Left, they flick the balls out to opportunity. Gutho's love sleeping that side too. But uh, it, Parramatta just aren't fantasy relevant. They aren't. They're behind the times. They haven't changed to the new way of playing. They're, they're a team that in danger of missing the eight. Hey, 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 hey. What's your thoughts on Nathan Brown then? Well, I think he's their best the best choice. If you're going to play a yeah. keeper from Parramatta, it's Nathan Brown and then it's Ryan. <laughs> yeah, I've got, I've got You Nathan are getting Brown very spicy, Paulie. Mate, if a couple of teams start surprising, who who drops out of that eight? Who drops Knights. out? Knights and the Knights Sharks. Knights and the Sharks. Yeah, yeah, Knights and the Sharks. Yeah, but that's two. We've already said Knights there's going to be two. Knights and the Sharks. But, but what if there's four? What if four teams drop out? I think I think you're overestimating. I think you overestimating. I don't think there's – yeah. RL, I'm saying what if. I'm saying what if. They could. So who's, who's next in line to drop out after the Knights and the Sharks? Rabbitohs. No, it's the Eels. Hey, 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 hey. <laughs> the Eels. Because they haven't adjusted to the new way of playing. They haven't we, adjusted. They were killing it last year. They were offloading. We were, they were pumping it out last year in those early rounds after we'd come back from COVID. They were offloading like it was a hot potato. And then they went away for, from some reason. Mm. So I don't – that's, that's the new way of playing. Moses did his calf. They were never the same until when after he came. Yeah, they, that's true. You look at their spine. It's not suited. It's not suited. Their whole way of playing isn't suited. They've got Reed Marnie. He's got to be one of the slowest dummy halves in the game. But that's you know? what I'm saying. That's why, that's, why, what, that's why I was thinking Lassick should be there because he gives us a bit of punch. That's right. Half. And Arthur might have to make some serious decisions. He might. He might get to round six and go, geez, we've got the roster here, but we're playing the wrong way. And we're actually in danger of like stuffing this up because we're playing old school and everyone's – Adjusted. Everyone else has adjusted. You'll get teams that are, that you guys, nobody rates, are going to be winning games because they've they've changed style quicker. This this is unprecedented. This is unprecedented since Super League. What they've done to these rule changes, they're ad hoc, massive rule changes. Yeah, but you're you're, you're underselling the Bank West factor. Though. <coughs> they they get they get home games. They get all that stuff. They're not. They're not dropping out of yeah, the eight. I don't think they will drop out of the eight. They're like fifth or sixth for mine. But I'm just saying, if once you get past the obvious list, the next cab on the rank is them. It's not Penrith. It's not the Storm. Yeah, I yeah, I tend to agree for it. I think it's just talking about Opacic specifically, though, um, I just, it's more the fact that he's been around the NRL for so long. He's 26 now, and he's just... 
never really established himself as a regular in a side. And he's always just been a fringe player that's been in and out. And I was just looking at his entire NRL career. Um, so every game he's played back to 2015, whatever it was, he's, he's scored above 47 times ever. So you kind of... And he's got a lot of single-digit scores in there. He's got a couple of negatives. He's got a whole range in the 20s. So, I mean, you, you're just hoping that he somehow does what he hasn't done his whole career, which is maintain like a 30 average. So it's a... Oh, it's a all right, he's out then. Yeah, all right, I got rid of him too. There you go, you took me out of it. He's a risk. <laughs> It's, 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 it's not su- it's not super coach wing fullbacks and centers. Yeah, it's a dirty game in fantasy. It's a dirty, dirty game. You're not going to score on some guy because he's been named in round one. Like you just, it's just unfortunately, it's all about the hard work. And most of these guys don't do it unless you're a fullback and you're getting involved heaps, like a Tedesco or a Ponga, or we hope Pap. Like, yeah. it's just you're just giving up points. You're just giving up points in those positions. So there's no there's no secret. It's it is what it is. That's why Cookie picks his centers last. Yeah. There, is no, um, there is no Just on centers, if Avarillo is a late scratching from the dogs, what do you reckon you do with him? Do you hold him because he's gonna be back round two or do you not start with him? What do you reckon you do? Nah, I reckon you hold him. He's gonna get a spot there. You reckon hold him in emergencies? Is, is Avarillo... Yeah, do you want to get as much cash as you can from round one? I don't know. Like, How much better is Avarillo than Moylan? Better. As a footballer. Like how oh, much? as a footballer? Yeah. Oh, that's... It's hard to judge. It's too the jury's out. Or... Yeah. Avarillo has a tip. His career. You're talking 302 to 310. They're both dual position. Oh, you got to have one of them, I think. You got to have fantasy. one of them. Yeah, I 100% want Avarillo. Avarillo, right? But if yeah, he's now he's... in doubt, as for a while, how? That's what I'm saying. What's the ratio? Is it? Oh well, he's you know going to get you six more points a game. Like, what point do you say? Well, it's too much of a risk, and I don't want to disrupt my whole lineup. Mm, no, I reckon. You know. Yeah, but the dual, the DPP is so handy. Like being able to. I'm running it. The centre and half position, like I'm running Avarillo on the yeah. EMG. So for me, if at the moment Avarillo is not named, Moylan goes in. If it's EMG. I, I'm not playing him in, in, in my playing. Um, oh, you might end so, up doing. You might end up needing to trade Moylan to Avarillo come round two, Ian, when Moylan snaps his ammy. Could do. Um, but but you're gonna. I, 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 I think there's a difference though between those who are if if, you, if they're jumping on Avarillo, if Avarillo's in your playing thirteen versus sitting in on your non-scoring bench, I think people might might play him different. That's all. Yeah. I, I someone's, I even, someone's snapping stubbies in the background then. <laughs> oh, I don't even have Avarillo in my team. You gonna have him, Jez? You reckon in emergencies, even if he doesn't play? Yeah, I've got him now. If he's a late scratching for round two, I'm almost certain I'll keep him. But then what I'll do is I won't run with um, I won't run with Simpkin as a NPR. I'll just have Avarillo as my only um non-player, and then he, he's going to come back. He's like he's going to play five eight. He's been training there all preseason. He's he's such a good player. Everything I saw from him last year told me that this guy is a proper NRL quality player. And I don't really yeah. I, if he's out for one week. 
I don't think that'd be enough to put me off starting with him. Yeah, I've got him in 18 currently. My 19's not decided. Then I've got you to Kamanu in 20 and you in 21. Mm, yeah. So, I'd, Avrilo, I think, is he's fine to start with, I think, even if he's a late scratching. It's just the duel. Like, he just covers those really awkward positions that there's not a whole range of good cheapies for. So, it's like... Uh, you persuaded me, Jez. So, I'll, I'll, I'll have him regardless, I think. Yeah, I think I'm just going to stick about- him in there. What about who, Cookie? What about you? Everyone's got him in 21. What about you? Sorry. <laughs> yeah. I don't. Tessie? Oh, no, Tessie for Scott. What was no. the question? Uh, no, Bronco. no, back. no Broncos backs for the first six or seven rounds. No, not for me. Oh, I've got him in 21. Just 21. Yeah. yeah, I've got him as well, Chris. I who else has got Tessie? Makes it easy. You got him, Brad? DPP? Well. I got Tessie. I think it's yeah. non scoring, but I got him. I got him, mate. Yeah, in my emergencies. What about, he, what he, about he, your What about you, Paulie? On, you got him? Um, what, about, what about Tex Hoy? I'm sitting there. Yeah. Do people have um, him? Yeah, he's an option. He's an option. The Reaper has him in his <laughs> no, I'm getting rid of I'm getting rid of him now. Wait, when when Ponga said he's he's not back to at least round five. Yeah, I know that's that's, that's yeah. enough for me. When Ponga said he's not back to round five, that was him saying, Oh, I'm gonna tell the media I'm not back to round five, but actually I'm gonna make an early comeback in round three and destroy everyone's fantasy plans. That's what I heard. Did anyone else hear that or <laughs> It's an option. It's a possibility, yeah. Is that just me? You've got to play it in reverse for that, hey, Jeff. It's yeah, like just... Big Stefano saying he's going to play 60. Yeah, I just, I don't know. What, it's just, when you know a player's going to get dropped, it's not even like there's a potential he keeps his spot. Like, sometimes you have that. Like, if they play really well, he'll keep it. Yeah, like, you're right. he is 100% going to get dropped when Pong is back. So it's just yeah, a matter 100%. of whether it's three, four, or five weeks. And... I don't know, the absolute best case you can hope for is if he somehow like averages 45 for four weeks and makes you 120K. And if you miss out on that, is your season screwed? Absolutely not. But if he pumps out three low scores and then he, then Ponga comes back. So how saying, many how many wing fullbacks has everyone got? I have Titty, Hoy, Larry, and then the emergency. Yeah, because I don't know how you have Hoy and Laurie. Like I don't know how that works. To me, there's too many, there's too many like keeper wing fullback options for mine to be to be playing two cheapies at wing fullback. Has I don't it, know. Has everyone yeah. got Teddy and Pat? Well, yeah. I, I'm running, I'm running Teddy Pat Brimson at the moment because I think the three of oh, them stack. will go so much higher than the other wing fullbacks. All right, so, big. yeah. That's where all my money's gone. No halves. You've no definitely halves, got Tolman in your side, Titty, Paulie. Yeah. Titty's been in and out of my team, man, for the last couple of days. Yeah. Look at Rees, Teddy, Pat, Laurie. I think that's perfect. Like, that's what you want. You want two, get, two guns and a, and a cheap, right? Yeah, Teddy, Pat, Laurie, that's me. Yeah. So, you, so you, if you're picking Hoy, you're picking him as a fourth-wing fullback. 
You know what I mean? So now you're thinking, well, I could have got a cheap hooker for that because Braley's pretty cheap and Little's very cheap. You know, I don't know. Who are you going to put there, Jax, instead of um, instead of Hoy? If you get rid of him, who are you going to put in? Uh, oh, man. Are you going to go know. Osaka or not? No, I'm probably not going to go Osaka for sure. Uh, probably will downgrade Titty and get in like a Brimson and Pepin or Brimson and RTS. Mm. I don't Teddy's know. must have though, it's... isn't he? Teddy's must have. No, Chris, <sighs> stop it, must have. I don't, I don't, not I don't, have, is he, is, uh, yeah. I think there's like, this... like, like, like you said, I think there's only like, I think Little's a must have and maybe Cleary and Crichton, but other than that, I can't see any clear cut must have. If you don't start with Teddy, though, when do you bring him in? That's the problem. Well, with, if... With Origin if, and... If Hoy can play five rounds, you would just use his money to upgrade to Teddy, no? If you've got enough. Uh, so I've currently, st- it, I've currently still got 218k left in the bank with a full team, so... Teddy's average, though, is the next best wing fullback's nearly 15 points down. There's a big gap. It's only a trade. Yeah, yeah cool. you're spot on with the logic, but the, just, yeah, definitely can't call must haves because the, the thing is, if Teddy's going to average what he's priced at, then if you can use the money from Tedesco to get two players that are going to average more than they're priced at, you will be better off. Yeah, exactly. Teddy. Yeah. So yeah. You, you need yeah. to look, even though obviously you want to finish with Teddy. And um, I've been very outspoken that I think it's really wise to start with Teddy, but it's completely viable to go without him and try and upgrade to him, especially if you think he might drop a bit of cash early on. So With Tommy T going down, though, besides Pappenhaus and Brimson, there's not really any options. Holmes yeah, is in a fullback. Run... It's probably... Latrell? Le- yeah. Yeah, you can run, like, you could run just Pap with maybe, like, some people are running Pap and then Laurie and Hoy. So that, that could be yeah. the way that you fit Hoy in. And then hope to upgrade Hoy in four to five weeks. Maybe not straight to Teddy, maybe to another cheapie. Maybe a Turbo when he gets back. Yeah. Or, yeah, maybe Turbo or someone who has just come off an 80 score and he's going to jump up 100k in the next two weeks or something. And, mm-hmm. you know, it's not, there's no clear black and white um, answer to these questions. But, yeah, I don't think anyone, no gun really that's priced at a massive ceiling is, is a must-have, I don't think, except Everyone needs at least one of them for the captaincy. I think that's the only the only time yeah. this comes into it. You need one of Crichton, Teddy, Cleary at a minimum so you have a good captaincy option because the captain points are doubled and that's when the the value doesn't um, take that into account. So, um, but yeah, I think Hoy is viable, but yeah, probably. Uh, as a, if you're going to start him in your, your free wing fullbacks, um, if you've got two cheapies, but I think only if um, you also got like Laurie. I don't think starting Hoy and missing Laurie is a good idea. So pretty much what we've just gone through. But um, that's uh, that's ten forty. So we've gone for over two hours now. The aim was to try and get it in two hours. We've ended up going on a bit of a sidetrack at the end just talking tactics and our teams in a bit which is fine so we'll probably aim to wrap it up but um brad you got anything else to conclude with i might just take the chance to 
thank everyone um, who's who's listening from the Discord and everyone for helping out, getting involved. It's, gonna, um, it's a good little crew there. Now we've got over 600 people there, and it's a fantastic community. Um, we can kind of chat about our tactics, our teams, and a bit of banter. So thanks, everyone, for getting involved, and it's good fun to kind of help out and, and be involved with. So um, over to you, Brad. You want to kind of wrap up the, the pod and announce the upcoming events? Yeah, cheers, Jez. Uh, thanks to Ree and to Ross for keeping the chat going as well. Um, tomorrow yeah. night, so which is Wednesday, 8 to late 30-ish, we'll have our uh, Late Mail Crew live stream. We'll be publishing on all our socials, the boys, so Dom and CK did their pod today, but we'll be cutting out their videos, so they'll be going all across the socials, so watch out for them. And hopefully what we'd like to do is get a Sunday night show, but... That's something that's sort of in the in the in the pipe works. We'll be talking to Jez and Paulie and Luke and whoever wants to get on the live stream. So um, that's pretty much it for the pod. Thanks for everyone for listening. It's going to be a huge weekend. Make sure you tune into NRL.com and we'll be covering every single angle possible. The great man Paulie G will be in with me on Saturday and uh, he's also got a, a cheeky little new show in the pipe works. We won't uh, break anything yet, but. Look uh, look on the NRL YouTube on Sunday night and uh, you, you'll probably see a bit of Paulie G action. But uh, thanks, for, thanks for joining us and uh, good night. Bye. Thanks. Cheers, Jess. Bye. No, mate. Bye.